0: Running Sentences presents episode 2 of PolyArts, The Red Button. This time we are settling the budget of the Art Council and discovering a red button that can change the civil service. Copyright 2020, Running Sentences Podcast. This is a work of fiction. Names, characters, businesses, and events, and incidences that are products in this story are of the author's imagination. Any resemblance to any actual person living or dead and or actual events that have happened is purely coincidental. A week later, the office is running along smoothly enough, but still no budget submitted. Hook finds himself at odds with Alice and trying to get things right. In the early afternoon, Hook is in his office, sitting at his desk across from Alice, and they're both glaring at each other. He continually looks down at the facts and figures of the proposed budget that she had just given him. He glowers at her as she reads off more potential numbers. If we move funds from the film section of our budget, since we don't get many movies made in this state, then we might be able to make some small, minor cuts in the budget. That's not good enough. We need to slash and burn. Despite my insistence on this, your revised plan keeps making this budget go up. Yes, it's a bit complicated, and it's an interesting twist, but we no longer have access to certain funding. What funding? It's for the upkeep of the desk, we would receive stipulation and directed funds for that project, which we also used to help run the office itself, but that sort of became our whole budget I don't know what you're trying to pull, Alice, but it won't work. Go find a way to reduce our budget. She slowly rises from her chair, closing the budget folder with a sigh. <sighs> I'll try, Commissioner. Also, remember, you must finish your inbox and have everything signed in triplicates, then duplicates, then triplicates once again. And before you complain to me, it's a red tape issue that your state legislature insisted upon. I have no control over it. She headed for the office door and exited as Hook sat back and glanced over at the stack of papers in his inbox. After a few seconds of making his chair spin around and around because he didn't want to look at the papers, he stood up to get away and wander about the office to get a chance to think. This, however, did not work. Oh, I need to get away from all of this. He headed for his office door and, once outside, began a search for an office balcony. However, the building contained none, and he soon found himself heading down to the lobby and then to stand outside the front door. Once outside, he found himself wandering up and down the sidewalk, looking at the building in a bit of disgust. It was a drab color, and the look drained all hopes and dreams one might have away. He wandered one way and then the other, trying to find some fresh air and get away from it all. The building, he decided, was very stately in its own way and its own goal of getting things done in a colossally slow pace, but it didn't change the ugliness of it all. He continued to wander about until he heard the footsteps rush up behind him and saw Lawrence hook stops and stares. Lawrence, what is it this time? There was a phone call from your campaign manager who wanted to talk about something vitally important. I didn't exactly ask what it was, though. Why, didn't you ask? They sounded like they didn't want to tell me anything or that I didn't have the need to know about what was up. Hook rolled his eyes at this and turned and slowly headed back towards the office with Lawrence in tow. Lawrence, I have a question on another matter, I think. Well, I'm here to help you, Commissioner. Glad to hear it. I was The thing I was curious about was, do you think it's possible to have an employee moved out of the art council? Not me, I hope, Commissioner. I mean, I've, I've worked very hard for you. No, no, not you. Sorry, I didn't mean you. I, I just had this thought, and I was wondering if I could do it. Oh, well, I don't know, but I could could check with Miss Jacob for you. No no, 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 thank you, Florence. Thanks. Um, I think it's best to keep Alice out of this, otherwise I might find my head on a pointy stick with her control but if, if you could look into it on the, you know her knowing i could appreciate that yeah i i can do that for you it shouldn't be too hard to begin looking around for things and clues good thank you they reached the front entrance of the office building and entered it was a short trip back to the office and down the hallway to get to hook's office Cook found himself scurrying along, trying not to appear like he was going fast, his curiosity getting the better of him and what his campaign manager wanted to talk to him about. But he reached his office with his little scurried shuffle and shut the door quietly behind him, and then sprinted over to the phone to pick it up. Hello? Yes? "Oh, Oh, I see. Thank you. He hung the phone up and slid into his chair to look a bit defeated. There was a knock on the door. Enter. Alice entered and took one look at Hook and then shook her head. I see you have heard the news. Yes, Colonel Balder, my nemesis from across the side, has been appointed to the head of the Budgetary Commission for the State Senate. A challenge we will have to get past. It will be more than a challenge to get past if we don't reduce the budget. Balder doesn't like paying for things. Now... Is that the only reason you're here, or is there something else? Alice walked across the office and held out a piece of paper in an attempt to give it to him. Hook, however, merely stared at it. This is a request from one of our local art councils. They want to have a meeting with you. They are eager to hear what you will be doing art-wise. I don't have time for meetings with people. I have to sort out this budget and figure out how to get past this nemesis person. Well, it's already been set up for next week. I have already told Lawrence about the meeting, and you will have to find some talking points to make them happy without promising anything. Since you're a politician, I don't think that should be too hard for you. She gently put the piece of paper down onto Hook's desk and walked out. He slumped a bit deeper into his chair and with the hope that it would make him disappear. Oh, hell, this isn't going well for me. Alice had exited Hook's office and walked over towards Lawrence's desk. To find Lawrence there, busy on his computer, trying to look for something. Lawrence! What is Hook up to? Lawrence jumped. Ah, oh, what? Oh, um, well, working and fighting for the whole arts, I think. Nothing else has come up? No, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, uh, he's not planning anything. Good, I'd hope you would tell me if something was going on with him right away. We don't need the arts getting sidetracked. Oh, of course. I I don't want to get on your bad side or his... Lawrence, please don't say that people have a bad side. It's rude. And keep me informed on Hook. We must keep him in order to keep this council running well. Hopefully. Got it? Alice strolled away from Lawrence's desk towards her own office, and Lawrence returned to his computer search for information. This... Set up a day, usual pattern of art happening at the art council in the form of paperwork moving about the office. All of that, which involves someone signing something and then passing it along to the next box to be signed by somebody else and passed on and so on. Across town, however, Colonel Baldur sat in a similar state office, and doing his dutiful paperwork looking over what was written on the sheets of paper and then signing them where they needed to be signed. A knock on the door surprised him in the middle of his signature scroll and caused it to go a little loopy, which he scowled at. He drew his attention back to the door as it opened to reveal his secretary. Colonel! Yes, what is it? There is an Alice Jacob to see you. Who? A person from the State Art Bureau Council, whatever they call themselves. Why would they- Oh, never mind. Just send them in and we'll see what they do. The secretary disappeared from the door and let Alice walk into the room. She walked over to a chair in front of the desk and took a seat without waiting for him to say anything. Thank you for seeing me. No problem. Now, I have a suspicion as to why you're here, but please do tell me why you're here. Well, we heard you were appointed state budgetary commissioner and we wanted to get in to talk to you. I was hoping to get a feeling for how to handle our budgetary issues for the office ah and and why is it pray tell you and not our great and grand friend morgan hook it's a delegation of responsibilities on our part since i'm responsible for formulating this budget it's best to get it straight from the source don't you think you on the other hand need to tell me what i need to know to get it passed I can't share much about what we're shooting for other than to cut budgets. I need to make the other party look bad. But, Manny, we don't know. Maybe you can raise your budget. What have you got to entice me? Well, of course you can't tell me anything. That would put you in an awkward position. We wouldn't want that. We wouldn't want you lying to your constituents and so on. That can't happen, but maybe a basic idea beyond cutting the budget. Ah, uh, yes. Well, oh, the definitive would be bad, but, um, I need more information on which direction you're thinking of taking your budget. She pointed upward. Is that a good enough idea for you? Um, yeah, I think that will settle what I think you're going for. And... Well, normally I would say cut the budget. I could see my way clear to, you know, if you don't stretch things too high, doing so would spark some questions. I think a good general understanding is that if the budget should look about the same while rising, it shouldn't raise too many eyebrows. I know all the departments want their budgets to grow, but... That can only happen while it looks the same or if things look like they got cut. Yes, I I can see where that would be an issue. I think I might have a way of doing such a thing. If if you'll excuse me, I think I must get back to my own offices. They both rose from their respective chairs and he offered his hand, which she took gently and they shook and she exited the office. Back across town at the art council building, Hook had finished signing the latest round of papers that was under the guidance of Lawrence. The signed papers are stacked neatly and then put into the outbox by Lawrence as Hook eyes the last sheet of the day as he puts his pen to sign it. Ah, good. Is this all for today? Yes, Commissioner, I think that's all for today, and after that you can go home. Good, 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 good. Hook rose from his chair as he dotted his last eye. Oh, and before I forget, did you find anything about the whole moving people around deal? He'd moved over to his coat hanger and grabbed his coat off of it. I started looking into it, Commissioner, but, um, I didn't really find anything out yet. All right, well, let's keep at it, and don't let Alice down. Oh, no, 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 don't want her to find out. Um, yeah, um... Lawrence, where is she, by the way? I figured she'd poking her nose in around here to see that we were doing our jobs. That are trying to poke us with sticks to make sure we were doing our jobs. Uh, she... I think she went to a meeting of some sort. Yes, yeah. She went off to a budgetary meeting of some sort, I think. Um, the state legislature? She brushed by me real quick and said it all in a rush and I was... Busy looking into your thing that I didn't catch it. Sorry. Hook froze for a second, looking surprised. What? What? Why wasn't I told? Uh, You didn't know you wanted to know? Hook, however, was mostly out the door, having not heard what Lawrence was trying to say. Lawrence could only shake his head and pick up the papers in the outbox so he could go file them away. Hook, frustrated by this, rushed out of his office and headed for Alice's office, but she wasn't back yet. He then turned and rushed down the hallway to the elevator to see if she was in the lobby, but upon arriving there, he didn't find her either. He then headed out to the parking lot to see if she was there. There he did find her, but it was her car pulling into her parking spot. Alice popped out of her vehicle and looked over at Hook, who had come over with crossed arms. There you are. Where have you been? Finding out a way to get our budget passed? That's what you asked me to do, isn't it? Yes, but a meeting with the budgetary commissioner? Without me? That's gonna look bad. You have a history of not getting along with one of them, and that's the one I had to go talk to. I took a measured step to keep things going with our present plan. We didn't want any hiccups. We need our budget passed. Yes, but you went over my head and did things without my express permission to do so. I am the commissioner and I must know what's going on and I must have a, be able to have a say in what, what is needed for this office. I will do so for next time. For now, though, I think it's best we both cool off our heads and I formulate a new budget based on the information that I've got, if that's okay. Just remember that next time you have to get Come to me first. I will be looking into all means to make this better, this a better workplace, and streamline anything that bumps into my way, and that includes you. Don't think I won't try and do it. Oh, we've reached that stage of our little office tête-à-tête, have we? Well, like I said, let's cool our heads, readjust tomorrow. For now, though, I think we should both go home. She got back into her car and pulled out of her parking spot before Hook could make another move. He could only shake his head. The next morning had rolled around and Lawrence, trying to make up a bit for some of his lateness, had come in early. He could be found sitting at his desk working on his computer trying to find a solution for the commissioner's thought experiment. Alice strolled up, looking rather annoyed and pissy. She approached Lawrence, who noticed, and shrinks a bit in his chair. Um, good morning. Lawrence, it is not a good morning at all. I thought I told you to tell me what our friendly commissioner was up to. Yeah, yeah you did that, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's not up to anything. Just tell me what he's up to. Um, well, he... He... Well... He... He expressed a certain interest in keeping certain things from you and and it is only a thought experiment i don't think we really need to go so there is something and i was right to press the matter please tell me what it is or would you prefer to have a meeting this afternoon with our union leader to get you to tell me i can't do that I, i have to have some trust with the commissioner i do have some honor after all she rolled her eyes and then marched past him into hook's office Upon entering, she found Hook busy with State Senator Karen Hunter. Both of them were looking over some paperwork. Good morning. Oh, good, you're finally here. You know Miss Hunter, I believe? Yes, I've had the pleasure of meeting her. Alice came over and shook Karen's hand and then pulled up a chair. Nice to see you again. We're looking over the budget outlook for the year and we would appreciate your insight. I understand you've got the, uh... State budgetary commissioner to talk to us. The commissioner shuffled some papers about and then glanced up at Alice again. Yes, yeah, so nice for you to be able to join us and help us out. I had a discussion last night with your counterpart, Older, so that we can get a feel for what we should be doing. He wasn't opposed to raising our budget, but we don't want to go too high. A good piece of information to have, Alice, as long as he was being honest with us. That info doesn't matter, though, because it's not my job to increase the budget, but decrease it. I don't think that's a wise idea, Commissioner. Yes, I don't think it's terribly wise, Hook. I know our party platform is to cut budgets. explain Explain it to me, then. Because I don't understand why we can't cut the budget. It's simple. We're judged by our department's ability to grow, as is every state office. To do that, we need funds. No money, and we wind up closing down. And everyone says, what a shame it is, and then blames it on the party of their choosing. Karen grinned from her chair and shuffled about. We can't have our side looking bad. We care about our departments. And we want them around so that if something does go wrong, we have someone to blame. That doesn't make sense. Why would we keep things around if we're only going to gum up the works? It's the way things are, and... It's the way things work. We don't fix what isn't broken. You know that, Hook. It makes no sense to me. It takes time to learn to play the game, sir. You'll get used to it. Karen stood and started getting ready to leave. Where are you going? I have my own commission to look after and that I need to tend to. But from the sound of things, you guys are already well on your way to figuring out your budget. You didn't really need me here. Alice and I both try to stand up to see Karen out, but she's already made a beeline for the door and exited. Alice sinks back into her chair as Hook stands rather awkwardly. I believe we have some business to attend to. We do? You wish to streamline things, and by that I assume you mean remove me as you see me as an obstacle. Lawrence knocked on the door and excitedly entered the office. He comes over to Hook, but glances over at Alice nervously. Sir, I found what is potentially what you wanted to know about. To say that again without the vagueness it would be much appreciated. Not if you don't want Miss Jacobs to find out about it, sir. Just to say it. Ah oh, well, according to our union bylaws and everything, moving people to another office is possible, but we can't fire anybody, not outright anyway. Please tell me you're not thinking of the big red button. Yeah, that, that's that's the thing I found out about. What, what's this big red button, as you call it? It's essentially a threat to keep everyone honest and working together, and by no means should it ever be pressed. Why not? I feel the need to press it. It's a button after all. Its job is to move all of the top workers like me from one office to another. The reason no one uses it is because you would wind up hated by every department through taking away their skilled workers from them. But there is potential to also get a great worker out of it, isn't there? Of, Of course there is, but is it worth the risk? You don't know what you'll get, and if the lottery system drops the same person back into the same job, what are you to do then? It would be better to drop it and forget about it, Commissioner. Oh, well, I guess, if you say so. Alice rose from her chair and headed for the door, keeping a careful eye on Hook to see if he was actually going to listen to her. Lawrence followed her out. Hook sat down looking rather pleased with this piece of news and booted up his computer to start looking up Big Red Button. Alice, fearful that Commissioner was not about to give up on his crazed idea of pressing the red button and removing her from her position, plotted a course of action. She plotted, at dinner, down at a nice restaurant table and explain it all to Hook. It was there later that evening that they sat, with food already ordered and waiting for it to arrive, and as a small platter of appetizers sat in front of them untouched, Hook picked at it as he tried to figure out what was up and what was on the dish. Thank you for agreeing to this dinner. I wanted to make sure that we understood one another. Oh, what about, don't play that game? You want me out by pressing that red button. I advise against it. That's because you want to keep your job. No, because it would slow down any department's work efforts. Grinding a somewhat working government to a halt until you'll draw attention. What if I'm okay with that? No one else will. And you might wind up out on the street sans the commissioner's job... Because the powers that be will undo all that you have done. So you're just saying that this is an illusion of an option. The best kind of option we've found. We get the appearance of choice without the worry of what might actually happen. And everyone works together as well. Yes, about that. Will you at least cooperate with me in regards to this budget instead of fighting to increase it? My job is to grow the department. I can't work with you if you only want to shrink it. Then I have to press the red button. There is no other choice on this matter. You won't work with me. I can't work with you. I need people to work together. And you're not offering that. And your new workers will also refuse to work with you for the same reason that I'm refusing to work with you right now. They'll think you're an overlord, willing to work to throw their lives away to make whatever means to your goals happen. It's just not good. What else can I say to make you understand that working with me is the best option? We have to work together, and the only other option is the red button. Well, if you're willing to work with me, I can get creative with the budget and make some things potentially work to get some growth into the budget. Look, if we can make it look like the budget isn't going up, I can maybe... Pass it off as budget cuts. And that's what my party wants, and if you can deliver that, I can work with that. Now, the button matter is behind us, yes? For now, I guess I can say yes to that. A waiter arrived with their dinners, placing it before them, and then disappeared. The two settled into their meal with an exchange of minor other pleasantries before parting for the night. The air between them still rather stiff and formal. Alice came in early the next morning, entering the lobby while still semi asleep and shuffling along. The security guard glanced up from his desk upon seeing her enter. Early morning for you today. Work and more work that needs to be done, and it's all left up to me. What is it this time that has your council in such a state? Proposing a budget to the state legislature, and one that appears to make it look like it's cut while it's actually growing. All so roundabout. The security guard raised his eyebrows at the comment and then shook his head. Alice waved her past and he simply waved her through the security area and up to her office. Once she got up to the office, her work took up much of the early morning hours into the average part of the morning, a period that stretched from 8am to 10am with increasing frustration. All because she was working hard, and when that happens, time doesn't like to move along Harsh challenge is there to counter it. Alice was at her desk working the numbers to get a fixed budget that would agree with what the Commissioner Hook wanted. The door to her office is open, and Lawrence walked up and looked in and tried to walk past. Lawrence. Lawrence stepped back into view and stands in the door. Ah, uh, yes, Miss Jacobs. You have a meeting with your union rep as a result of your failure to follow orders. But I... Save it for the talk with the rep. They'll want to hear your side of the issue, and then we can talk again. Of course. Shall I tell the commissioner that you're here? He's come in. Yep, just got in, I think. You can tell him I'm here and that I will have a draft of the budget, probably done by the end of the day if these numbers ever get lined up. Lawrence nodded and then disappeared again. Alice continued to work her computer, trying to get the numbers to work. Lawrence came directly from Alice's office into Hook's, where he found the commissioner looking rather miserable as he hangs up his coat. Lawrence tried to put on a smile to help ease what looked to be a bad mood. And what's new, Lawrence? Uh, a few things came up. Your first meeting with the group of artists is scheduled for this afternoon. We haven't heard back yet from Boulder on a meeting, and Miss Jacobs should have a new proposal for you later today. Ah, Nothing much to keep me from any other work, then. If you could get my secretary from my Senate office over here, I think I could do some more work. Lawrence nodded and headed for the door. Also, if you could continue your search into that red button, where it is, and how I can press it, that would be great. Yes, sir. Lawrence exited the offices. Hook picked up the first paper off of his inbox and settled into his chair to look it over. That was how he would spend most of his morning, looking for various files from both state and art council, from his secretaries, all while doing his damnedest to keep up with what was going on. This kept on until Lawrence finally glanced at his watch and excused himself for a few minutes, after which he returned and politely stood there. Yes, Lawrence, what is it now? Your meeting with the artists in the meeting room is about to begin. Hook, eager to escape the doldrums, jumped up and headed for the meeting room. A short walk from his office and just down the hallway. He slid into the room that had a few art people lounging about. The environment doesn't feel all that friendly and Lawrence, who'd followed him, went over to the side table to try and get some coffee from a small dispenser for the visitors. Hello, art people, and welcome to my art council. Finally, you arrive. How can you ignore people that you set to serve? I'm, I'm not trying to ignore anyone. I'm trying to get things set up at this council so that I can support artists from this great state. Then what about the rumors that you're reducing the budget to support artists? I, I don't know about those. I've never said that in my life. You would say that you haven't said that. But I have close connection with other senators. One of them has said that you're going to take a hardliner approach and slash away at a budget. We can't have that. Agreed. We want promises that the stories are untrue. I can't make promises. I love art, but the budget needs to be worked out first before I make any promises to anyone. That we have no choice but to pull our support from this office. We will inform the other artists and the other people of this state that the state does not support art. uh, Lawrence, with his coffee, came over to stand next to Hook and gently put his coffee down. Uh, Forgive me, but the state doesn't have a great record with art. Crying about it won't do you much good. Thank you, Lawrence. And this is my point. We must work together on this... And we can't run off at the slightest word of a rumor. No, we've had enough of this. You and your predecessor love to say that you want to work with us and then cut us out of the process. We're leaving. Agreed. Down with this administration. The art people begin to stand and head for the door. Hook could only stand there and watch. He was unable to summon the words that would stop them from leaving. As the group of artists march out of the conference-slash-meeting room and start down the hallway towards the exit, Alice stands to the side of the hallway as Hulk came out of the conference room. Please, please stop. We can talk about this. No, the time for talking has passed. What is the problem now? This new commissioner refuses to make any promises to us. What assurances are you seeking? Money for the arts! Well, I can promise you that will happen. What? Mr. Commissioner, the art of painting with feet is something that we should be proud of and support. This group here needs help funding, and that's why we're here. To help those small artists get their due, and money for the arts is going to happen one way or another. I can't make promises about funding, though. Our latest proposal of a budget, which we hope to get through easily, I think this is one of the few times that we can say it's okay. Now, if you'll follow me, artists, I shall show you out. Alice took the lead, threaded her way through the artists' group to lead them towards the elevator egg. Hook, on the other hand, steaming mad and stormed off back towards his office. Lawrence glanced one way and the other and then followed after Hook. Hook had gotten back to his office in a confused and frustrated state and looked for something to vent his frustrations on, but only Lawrence appeared and was ill-advised to throw something at him. Lawrence, how far have you gotten on helping me with that red button? I- I've looked for some answers, commissioners, but nothing has come up so far. It appears that everyone doesn't want the button found. Well, go find it, and don't come back to me until you do. Also, Miss. Jacobs is barred from this office until she's completed that budget. I, I don't want to hear from her. Lawrence backed out of the office, closing the door and leaving Hook to storm about the place unhappily. Lawrence had a more pressing matter after he left the commissioner's office to walk down to the building cafeteria. A small, off to the corner place on level three, which had a few tables and a steel-serving table anointed with some food. He looked around for the union rep, Dean Haven, but didn't spot him at first and walked a bit further into the room. Dean, on the other hand, spotted him and waited for him to pass by his table where he sat. Lawrence, correct. Good. Sit down. I I realize I'm in trouble with my boss, Miss Jacobs, but I I have to answer to my other boss. Yes, yes, what happened? I was looking into the red button and I wouldn't tell Miss. Jacobs. Jacob's what I was up to. Ah, uh, a terrible thing to look into. I wouldn't do it, but that's your call. And upon finding this out, Alice, Jacobs got mad about it? Kind of. It was the not telling her what was going on with the commissioner that annoyed her the most, I think. Well, the only way out of this is to reprimand you for your behavior. Consider this a terrible warning. But please do keep it up. I need Miss Jacobs on edge. She works best this way. Are you sure? Yes, yes, yes. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Haven abruptly gets up and walked away, leaving Lawrence sitting there rather confused. It took a few more seconds before a bit of elation kicked in that he wasn't going to get much worse than a tap on the wrist. With all that, decided he stood up and looked at the food that the cafeteria had before deciding that none of it looked good, and headed back upstairs to the council. Back at his desk... He'd barely gotten his research started again when Alice walked up and passed him towards the door to Hook's office. He'd barely noticed and turned just in time to see her hold up a folder. It's okay. It's a copy of the budget. I know he doesn't want to see me. She entered the office before Lawrence could say anything and he scrambled after her. Hook was at his desk having calmed down a bit but still sulking as Alice came in followed by Lawrence. She came over and dropped the proposal on his desk and turned to leave. "'Where are you going?' "'Home. My work here is done for the day. I'm not wanted by you, and as you persisted in your search for the button,' Hook glared over at Lawrence. "'Lawrence, you can stop your search for now,' he turned to Alice, "'Happy? Can we work on the budget?' She stopped as she came to the door, then reluctantly came back over. We shall see, I suppose. Hook pulled the folder of the budget proposal in front of him and opened it to begin looking it over for a few seconds. The three of them had lapsed into silence as he read, and she sat down, and Lawrence also found a nearby chair to sit down in. Ah, uh, yes, I think this is a good start, and we need to work with one another. But I will say that I'm uncomfortable with how comfortable you are with this job. I have to be commissioner, otherwise this department will fall apart. But I understand the issues that you have with this. It's not easy being the lone political source here. we we'll continue to look over the budget. As for the budget, this raises it to a degree, but I'm not completely comfortable with. Yes, I think if you read a little further, you'll understand that this distributes money easily and much better than we do, and it makes us look like we aren't growing, even though we're asking for more money. The plan is that we get money for the budget, and then we direct that budget into funds. Most of our budget will go into these funds directly to the arts and so on. By doing this, the state should recognize that it isn't an increase in our budget, but a better distribution to the artists. All the while, the budget for the office only goes up incrementally. And the downside? Well, you'll have to take more meetings with hard people, as we need to make sure that they are the ones that get access to the funds, and we want to make sure that their cause is a worthy one. Ah, I suppose I'll have to swallow this issue for now. Well, this is the budget we're going to move forward with. For now. Lawrence, if you could be so kind as to inform the state senate of our proposal. Lawrence bolted up from his chair. On it. He rushed towards the exit. Make the appropriate copies and so on and so forth, Lawrence as well. He stood up and headed over to the coat rack. I'm headed out for the night. I don't want to know or think about how the state is going to react to this proposal, but please do call me if they do have some reaction. Alice had also stood up and Hook headed for the door. I will have my informants ease the plans into the proper hands so that it should go smoothly. Yes, great, we do that. Hook exited the office with Alice walking out right after him. End of Episode two Thank you for listening.